0: Buckle up. You are about to enter the Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drazowski will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drazowski. Hello, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, webinar guru, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski, and welcome back to the Drozcast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. I hope you enjoyed the first part of the four-part podcast series based on my television interview with Michigan Entrepreneur Television, Tara Katchaturoff is the host and producer of that show, and she brought me on to talk about my book, uh, and DrossTalks.com, the business in general. In the first part of the four-part series, uh, we talked about the book mainly, and some of my background into how I evolved into getting to the point where I thought that I wanted to write a book and share uh, my thoughts my passions with the world at large. Uh, And as we get into the second part here, we start to talk about the real world applications of how the main subject of the book, which is primarily diversity and inclusion, but also has leadership and organizational culture in it as well. But we start to dig into how human resource departments and how companies can And are embracing this idea of diversity and inclusion and how it is benefiting their company. So we get into that quite a bit in this portion here. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to the interview and I will be back for a few parting words.
1: They've been slow to evolve. It's been a lot of dragging them through the legal system and the HR problems and the federal, you know, just the. It's it's interesting that has not evolved as quickly as other things in our society have. Mm-hmm. It's it's really odd. Yeah. Um, here's another one: um, gender. That's been, you know, obviously. There's lots of nuances to that, the Me Too movement and all that. Can you speak a little to that?
0: So the Me Too movement, when when I wrote the book, didn't exist yet, but I don't look at that as anything uh, extra as far as the points that I was making uh, in my book. I have a couple of examples of of, uh, women in particular that, uh, that rose through the ranks of their company, Xerox, to be uh, to be specific, and Mulcahy and Ursula Burns, mm-hmm. and uh, they rose to the top of their company. And again, that just goes back to you know what: if you're qualified, none of that other stuff should matter. And fortunately Xerox took advantage of that and they had a nice run with, with uh, Anne and, and Ursula uh, yeah. running their company and yeah. really brought it back from uh, near bankruptcy. And yeah. you think about the, si- Xerox, you know, yeah. Yeah, the size of that company, if they were to go mm-hmm. under, that wouldn't be like if GM went under or something like mm-hmm. that. But still, they're a worldwide company. So um, yeah, so just if you talented, get the job and, and and make it happen you know that's it's a pretty, we need it's pretty a, we simple. need that
1: more people in HR that have the right mindset but they're always in a, a difficult place you yeah. know um, yeah. because of their loyalties and where the loyalties lie yeah and there's always difficult. that too yeah, yeah. Um, I know another area that you um, covered in here had to do with physical and mental um, mm-hmm. you know diversity in the mm-hmm. workplace and mm-hmm. um, maybe you want to speak a little to that
0: sure uh, I don't think it's a secret that autism has become uh, quite a big thing in in, in our country, Uh, quite a big issue that that is being dealt with. And I have uh, personal experiences uh, with that. I I have uh, a daughter uh, who's really overcome, and and there are certain levels, for people who aren't knowledgeable of it, there are certain levels or certain severity along what's called the autism spectrum. So my daughter, uh, mildly autistic, recognizes it. She's really mentally uh, overcome a lot of, you know, what her disability is. Now my son uh, is uh, moderately autistic, but um, he is, amazingly talented at a few key items. Uh, Computers and just being able to think things through. He's just amazing at it. So companies are realizing and need to realize that uh, they need to take the talents that people have, whether it be autism or physical disabilities or whatever it would be, and be able to utilize those those talents that they have in the workplace even though they have those disabilities. And again, it's one of those things that's coming. Um, the uh, Americans with Disabilities Act. People who fall under, mm-hmm. you know, officially disabled, make up a, you know, only about 20% of those folks are actually in the workplace, and as there, wow. are, yeah, and as there are less people to fill positions, mm-hmm. more and more of those folks are going to get into the workplace too. So we got to make it inviting for them also.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and they and they have to, I mean, they by law, they have to make, you know, accommodate and yes. it's just such an important part because we sell our goods and services to everybody. So yes. everybody needs to have kind of a, you know, a part of it. Yeah, because, you know, this is the market. The market is everybody. market is everybody. So, yeah. That's right. Um, another interesting one um, is spiritual practice, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I know you talked a little bit about um, your, your spiritual background or your religious background. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that in the workplace, because I know that's becoming bigger and bigger issue in, in some
0: Yes areas yes yeah. so for uh, a lot of years, most people that were in the workplace uh, from the beginning of uh, the history of America up until say the last decade or so uh, most everybody had some kind of Christian affiliation so everybody was celebrating holidays at the same time and uh, and their, their religious, uh, the way that they looked at their religious values and whatnot, everybody was kind of into it all uh, altogether. And a lot of that has changed over you know the last 10, 12 years just with migration and, mm-hmm. and, and you know population changes and whatnot. So above all else, and I think you know this as, as an HR person, re- religion, uh, really trumps everything. And people need to be able to practice or at least have opportunity to feel comfortable about their religion in the workplace. So, companies need to accommodate that. And they are, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and you know, you have diversity councils now and companies, so right. they're looking at uh, the religious idea of this in its totality and they may be making days off or flexible time available right. for everybody mm-hmm. you know Jewish and Muslim Christian do, right. you know it doesn't matter so everybody, can. so everybody can have an opportunity to practice their religion
1: and i really like that cuz with the you know just the advent of flex time and working remotely things like that can help accommodate people in a different way yep. you know um, you do have to be flexible i mean everything else is flexible in society. I mean, you really that's have to right. have it for workers too, because yeah. it is really hard for some people to be on that regular regimented schedule that so many of us grew up in. Yeah, it Just doesn't work. Yeah, and You kind of wonder how we ever did it. It's so crazy. <laughs> and you know, now, I mean, even there's another problem that's underlying is the um, our cities in America are so overcrowded. Mm. You can't have everybody starting work at 7.30 to 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. You can't, because nobody can get to work.
0: That is so I mean, it's true. It's impossible. So that go is down to the...
1: Nashville, go to any of these cities down south, it's impossible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's crazy. They need different kinds of schedules, they need more people working from home, and things like that.
0: So, that's probably an untapped thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of companies are having. Uh, concerns with is there's the whole a big remote. legal problem yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, true. We too. had an
1: attorney on here talking about that because if they trip and fall in their home office, you're liable. So there's, there's a lot of issues with that. Um, because it extends outside the workplace then. Yeah. So I never even knew about that. But yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so what has been the, when you look at your book, uh, what has been the, the what's been the biggest gift of writing this book for you? What's what's the give back to you from it?
0: Uh, it's it o- definitely you? opened up some doors. You know, uh, if I didn't start out by writing this book, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. I don't even so. know
1: how I found you. I have no idea. I can't remember, but well, it's like, we hey, I like have, this guy. Yeah. I'm gonna have invite him on. Oh, <laughs> like, great,
0: you know? yeah. We only have one person uh, in our connections that, that we're familiar with.
1: Okay, so there's so something flying by, and I saw you, and it's like, this is interesting. Oh, good. And that's why I connected with you. I don't know what it was. Just like yeah. magic. I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But, but, but the 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 unbelievable feeling, especially for somebody who's never delved into something in the crea- on the creative mm-hmm. side before. I've always had a creative side, but. Uh, I, I put a lot of my creative side into baseball, and then I got married, raised my family, and kind of put that on hold. Uh, but but now you know that's that's coming out. But for people to respond to you and say I read your book, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and to have friends and family just just say good things about it or I love total the strangers I yeah. like the
1: stories in it and i learned some things and i also like that you put references because i love books that have references so i can check back on an article or something yeah. like that yeah. so i really appreciate that piece of it and i like because it was of interest to me because of the hr end of things yeah but it's such a good thing because there's you know all these topics in there, which are all entries into a speaking opportunity. I mean, so many companies of different, they don't even have to be focused on diversity to yeah. have something of value that you could create a nice um, presentation or talk for them. Yeah. That's what I love about the book because it goes in so many directions, you know? Awesome. So, so
0: yeah, that, that's, that's been the biggest thing is to have the kind of feedback, especially mm-hmm. for somebody as accomplished as yourself. And I've read so uh, many, many books and feedback. I really <laughs> liked it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Good. thank was, you
0: so much. Yeah, I
1: really liked it, and I think there's just a lot of value in it. I hope this is just the beginning of your writing, and that you do another one, and you keep going and try to write one or two a year, um, because that will keep you
0: going, relevant. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so that's kind of uh, where I'm at right now is is what kind of subject, or you know, am I going to you know take some time and develop some training materials? You know, it's going to be one or the other. Uh, It's probably going to be a book, though
1: all right books are are good (laughs) yeah they are are they're good and they they have a beginning and they have an end which is nice and then you have them forever and ever to give to people um my very last question to you um related to kind of what you we've talked about here today what is your advice to entrepreneurs if you give one piece of advice
0: well if i could give one if all i had was one it would be persistence right you got it you have a dream And the world is out there and there are hundreds of thousands of people that probably have a dream that's similar to you. But you gotta keep on knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door, and failure's gonna happen, failure's gonna happen. Um, But your persistence, uh, people will start to realize that after a while. And, um, and, and that would be the biggest thing is, is persistence. All right. Yeah.
1: Well said. I want to thank you, Jeff Drozdowski. Got that right? Yeah. <laughs> Founder of DrawsTalks.com. Thank you again for being a guest on our program.
0: My pleasure. So there you have it. Part two of the four-part podcast series. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and just as we're departing here, I don't want you to forget about my website, drawstalks.com. Jeff at DrawsTalks.com or my business partner, Lucas, L-U-K-A-S, Lucas at DrawsTalks.com. Please get in touch with us for anything that I can help you with. Uh, Lucas will help you with bookings and uh, answer any questions as far as having me come to speak or train for your organization. So take care. And the next time we meet, it will be part three of the four-part podcast series where we will start to dig into the business that is DrawsTalks.com. Take care. Bye for now. Kyla, close us out, please. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, DrawsTalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at DrawsTalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drosowski. Thank you, and bye for now.